The Anchored City podcast is recorded in Anchorage, Alaska, on the traditional lands of the Denina Athabascan people. Welcome to the Anchored City Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Kiekenfeld. A year ago, we launched this podcast. In Season 1, we looked at the issues that are facing the city of Anchorage. And over the summer, a few Between the Seasons episodes were released. Now we're just two weeks away from Season 2. In light of that, we thought it would be a good time to re-release our very first episode. In that first episode, I explain what this podcast is and how it goes about connecting with Anchorage's soul through her histories, stories, and people. Maybe you've never heard that first episode, and it'll all be new. Or maybe you've heard it before, and it'll be a review. Either way, here's episode one of the Anchored City podcast, which we are sharing as a way to get ready for season two, which starts on Labor Day, September 6th. I've always explored the world with my ears. Some of my earliest memories are of the music coming out of my parents' console stereo. It was a huge piece of furniture playing classical music on vinyl records and gospel on 8-track tapes. I also remember country music being pulled in by the radio on our western Michigan farm from a station in Chicago. I've always had the ability to hear a song a few times and remember the lyrics. My parents watched the nightly news and listened to more news on the radio which seeped into my brain and benefited me when it came time for current events quizzes at school. In college, I learned what it meant to be an auditory learner when the reading assignments made little sense until I heard the lecture. And when I left Michigan for Alaska and began sharing an office, the radio was always tuned to NPR, which gave me an understanding of my new home and an expanded knowledge of my world. faraway places where imagination just gets lost and I would search the wide world over for one proverb that is true but of all I've also always loved cities I have a vivid memory of going to Chicago as a family when I was a child to shop on Black Friday I was mesmerized by the displays in the department store windows, the street musicians, and all of the tall buildings. When we moved from rural West Michigan into the city of Grand Rapids, I fell in love with the energy of urban life. Later, when I moved again, this time as an adult to Anchorage, Alaska, the city once again wooed me in a type of metropolitan romance. 
In recent years, I've also traveled to other cities, Seattle, Guatemala City, Pretoria, Montreal, Santo Domingo, Detroit, and others. Each new city I encountered drew me in and I embraced it. Thinking of these two themes that run through my life, it seems inevitable to me that I would start a podcast about a city. We are taking a break for just a moment to let you know about an exciting project. All during this season of the Anchored City podcast, we are exploring the places in the city where things are or are becoming the way they're supposed to be for all people. During the months of September, October, and November, we are partnering with Kaladi Brothers Coffee to hear from you about what would make Anchorage the way it's supposed to be for all people. Look for the posters explaining the project and the chalkboard where you can record your input at eight Kaladi Brothers locations across Anchorage. Go to anchorageutc.com slash all people for participating locations. Can't make it to a cafe? No worries. You can share your thoughts by going to facebook.com slash anchorageutc. Responses will be gathered and presented to Anchorage decision makers for their consideration. Please join us in imagining an Anchorage that's the way it's supposed to be for all people. For more information, go to anchorageutc.com slash all people. Welcome to the Anchored City Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Kiekenfeld. This podcast is connecting with Anchorage's soul through her history, stories, and people. But what does that mean? It might sound weird to say that a city has a soul, but is it that strange? We might not use the word soul, but places have a feel, an energy, a vibe. Some places might make you feel calm, like a quiet garden, for instance. And other places might make you feel anxious, maybe a visit to the doctor's office. The ancient Romans talked about the genius loci of a place, the spirit of a place. In their understanding, each place had a god or a spirit that needed to be taken into account or appeased in some way. Instead of thinking about the spirit of a place in terms of deities, this podcast desires to think about it in terms of a soul, that immaterial essence that encompasses the life force beliefs, and individuality of a place. But how do you connect with the soul of a place? To answer that question, I want to return to my childhood. In 1969, the precursor to the public broadcasting service, PBS, debuted a children's program called Sesame Street. It joined an already existing children's program called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. When PBS launched nationwide in 1970, the two shows became staples on stations across the United States. I was born in 1973 into the first generation of children raised, in part, by these shows. Though broadcast nationwide, both of these shows were hyper-local in their approach. Both were super curious about the world around them, and those pioneering shows introduced viewers to a broad cross-section of people. Both Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street took place in a neighborhood. The characters lived, worked, learned, and played in those neighborhoods. In fact, Sesame Street even had a song about it. The song asked, who are the people in your neighborhood? The answer being the grocer, the fireman, the postman, 
and other occupations and roles of the people that you meet when you're walking down the street, the people that you meet each day. Mr. Rogers' fictional neighbors included Officer Clemens, Dr. Crippens, Scientist Adler, Mr. McFeely the Speedy Delivery Man, and Handyman Negri, just to name a few. However, it wasn't just a diversity of occupations and roles in the neighborhood, but a diversity at all levels that marked these neighborhoods. After critics and activists pointed out that early episodes of Sesame Street lacked diversity, the cast of the show became a diverse representation of races and ethnicities. And during the 50-year run of the show, characters were added to include people with various disabilities as well. Mr. Rogers modeled for audiences new ways of interacting, such as cooling his feet in a kiddie pool shared by Officer Clemens, an African-American. That episode aired in 1969 during a historic period of racial unrest in the United States. Mr. Rogers was also fond of singing the song, It's You I Like, reminding audiences that every person has value. The neighbors living on Sesame Street and in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood were engaged in the stories happening in their neighborhood. The plot lines were rooted in the experiences of the people living in those TV neighborhoods. In addition to the hyper-local nature of the shows, there was an overwhelming sense of curiosity. Through virtual field trips, conversations with experts, and the use of picture-picture, a slide projector that seemed pretty high-tech to my preschool brain 40 years ago, Mr. Rogers quelled his viewers' curiosity about the world. I have a vivid memory of learning about how graham crackers were made on one episode. The Muppets on Sesame Street gave the writers the perfect pupils for learning by asking questions. Both shows took the posture of a wide-eyed wonder about the world around them. But back to connecting to the soul of a place. One way to do that is to be like Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street, by being hyper-local and focusing on the people and the stories in your neighborhood by interacting with a diverse cross-section of people, and by being super curious about everything. If you listen to podcasts, you might have noticed, as I have, that many of those interviewed are authors and experts, but very few, if any, are the people in your neighborhood. It's very rare that I hear the voice of anyone that I see walking down the street, or any of the people that I meet each day, coming through my headphones. Because so many podcasts focus on outside experts, the content can feel removed from the lived reality of the local neighborhood. This podcast will be locally focused on the history, stories, and people of the city of Anchorage. By looking at the history of Anchorage, we can use the past to understand where we are today. By giving voice to the stories of those living in the city, we can see what the reality is now. There will also be the occasional out-of-town visitor, Sesame Street's had a lot of cameos over the years. However, any outside voice will be someone who has visited Anchorage and has some knowledge of the city. Season two will continue where season one started by being hyper local. This is a podcast focused on the city of Anchorage.
And we're going to continue to be super curious as we interview a broad cross-section of people in our neighborhood. We will continue to explore the history of Anchorage and hear the stories of her people. Tune in September 6th as we launch Season 2 of the Anchored City Podcast. The Anchored City Podcast is grateful for our partner this season, Kaladi Brothers Coffee. Kaladi's is a catalyst for community. Stop into one of their 17 cafes in Anchorage, across Alaska, and in Seattle, or check them out at kaladi.com. That's K-A-L-A-D-I dot We are also grateful for a grant from Resonate Global Mission and a partnership with Street Psalms, both of which contribute to making this podcast possible. And we are grateful for you, our listeners. If you are grateful for what you're hearing, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and recommend us to your friends. You can support this podcast by selecting the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative at smile.amazon.com when you shop at Amazon so that when you make a purchase, Amazon donates to us. Resources used to make this episode can be found in the show details. The Anchored City Podcast is a production of the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative. The mission of the collaborative is to train the head, hearts, and hands of urban leaders to love their city and seek its peace. When we say peace, we mean a desire to see a world where all things are the way they're supposed to be for all people. Find us online at anchorageutc.org or on social media at Anchorage UTC. Our theme music is by Anchorage's own Monica Lettner.